Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. 50, 50, 50. 50, 50 cent, the 1950s. Baby boomers. Um, what else is 50. Um, it is uh, five times ten. Yes, it is. It is. Uh, I don't trust it as a number. When I look at fifty, I think, "What are you up to?" When it's, I look at five, I think, "What are you up to?" There's something sneaky about five. Five is naughty. Yeah, five is a naughty number. I don't because, know what it is because it's an odd number, but it's still very neat. Yeah, five, ten, fifteen, twenty-five. You know, like the times tables are easy for an odd number. Right, yes, that's right. It's yeah. odd and even yeah, at the yeah. same time. It feels even. It feels even, but it's actually odd. Yeah, it's sneaky. This is a thing I haven't done for a while. What What are the sexes of the numbers? I, I know all the sexes of the numbers 1 to one to 0. 1 to 0? Yeah, What's, what sex? Okay, so, 1 to 10. Well, I mean, the, the digits. Yeah. Well, 10's not a digit. So they're only, they're only 10 di- digits. And one of them oh, zero, 0 to 9, you mean? Yeah, okay, 0 to 9. Sure. Right, oh, oh, okay, okay. Yeah, okay. Sorry, yeah. Oh, I get you, I get you, okay. I get you. What are the sexes? Yeah, what are the sexes? Okay, let's see if ours match up. Okay. Um, I don't know what uh, mental condition this implies we both have that we're well, interested in this, I, but, but I, we'll find I out. Think, I think most people agree. So 0... Oh, gosh. I think 0 is a dude. 0 is a dude. Very... Only just 0 is a yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 1 is a dude through and through. Well, One's a dude, two's a lady. Two's a lady, yep. Easy. Three, three's a lady. Three, really? Really? Three's a lady for me. Three's absolutely a lady. Three is a mean dude or a sassy lady. I th- I see sassy lady. I don't see dude at okay, all. Okay, I see a sassy lady. Four is um, a very, um, it's a lady, very, very uh, stable. Four. Four. <laughs> it's like four. Everyone, everyone shut up. Four's here, four's here. It's like, what? <laughs> is it finished yet? Have you finished that? A spreadsheet. Yeah, sorry, four. Yeah, it's coming. That's four to me. Yeah, yeah. Four's got a pencil skirt and very sensible heels. Pearls. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah, four. Yeah, yeah. Five is a guy. Five, five is, a, is guy. a sneaky guy. Five's got a little rat face on the top of yeah. its flat head. Yeah, I don't know what. It's because it's up and to. it's round and flat. That's another thing not to trust about it. Well, because its bottom's round but its top's flat. Yeah. Yeah. Pick a, it's pick a really team. Sneaky. Five. Five is sneaky. I don't trust five. Five's like a spy. Six, Six is, is a, a girl. Dude. Another really? girl. Yeah. I see a lot of girls. I think you just want to fuck the numbers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you just see a lot of sexy numbers you can spend some time with. Six thought, is definitely a girl. Really? Yeah. I don't know if I'm just giving the curvy numbers. Oh, maybe it's a visual thing. But then four is not curvy, and I think four's a girl. Four's a jaggedy-ass bitch. Seven's a guy. Yes, I agree with that. Easily. Yes, I agree with that. I think eight's a lady. Eight's a lady. Eight's a lady. Yep, absolutely. Two fat ladies. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. One, fat, one fat lady. Big snowman. Big Shape. snowman. Yeah, eight's a lady. Nine is a guy. Nine's a guy. Yes, I would agree with that. And that's it. Yeah. Is I that, think is that are e- all the? I think all the even numbers are ladies to me. Interesting. And all the odd numbers except three are guys to me. Yeah. Why? Why is that? Do you, mm, this is this is like this is some 
Rorschach shit, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or like Carl Jung or something. It's like, yes, people seem to find that the, fe- the female numbers are even because they are uh, uh, easier to uh, uh, add or together, <laughs> uh, perhaps more accommodating to mental arithmetic. Maybe that's it. Amenable. Mm, amenable, Women yeah. are raised to be amenable, <laughs> and the even numbers are more amenable. That is true. Even numbers definitely are more amenable. Yes, They're they really are. Comforting. Do you think you're better at maths because you have feelings about numbers? Because that's quite a common thing with like those super yeah. high-level mathematicians. Yeah. They're just like, of course it's a prime number. It smells yellow. Exactly. Like, no, they're completely plugged into I'm this not, different brain. I'm not quite that level. I saw a, a documentary years ago about this guy who was um, like about as good as you can be at maths with with whilst maintaining some level of social skill. Yeah, he could he could go to a cafe. Yeah, yeah, but he was still some mathematical genius, and they showed him pi, like yeah. in 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 digits, yeah. pi. But they just changed one digit, like way down in the sequence, and he said it was like be- they didn't tell him they'd done this. And he he said when he looked at it, it was like looking at a beautiful landscape that just had a horrible, like landfill in the middle of it. Really? Yeah, it's like this beautiful thing that just Fuck. had this one horrible flaw in it. He couldn't figure out what he couldn't really quite picture what it was. And he was like, "Whoa, this is wrong. This is wrong." Yeah. That's insane. I'm not quite there. Oh. <laughs> but, no. But, but I do think three's a girl. <laughs> That's my level. I can't see what's wrong with pie, but I want to fuck that three up. <laughs> I'll tell you that much. <laughs> I'll tell you that four's looking cute today. I'll tell you, I say number eight, I will take my head off of number eight any day of the week you care to mention. <laughs> Don't you be showing me no pie sequence, boy. <laughs> like this toothless old farmer from Alabama. That's funny. That's fucking hell, man. <laughs> yeah, they seem to just have almost a kind of synesthesia, uh, which is when like people like number. Like, remember, we had someone with synesthesia contact us, and they oh, said Budpod yeah. was that. It was on Twitter. Budpod is that kind of fuzzy light blue to them. Oh yes, yes, yes. That's like right. like the 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 fuzzy light blueness of maybe like a foam ball from a play area. Oh, okay. That's bud pod to them. That's so nice. It is nice. I yeah. Instead of like, you know, just like the color of a, a huge shit. Or, or like a dried sea anemone. <laughs> that's not nice. When the when corals die. Yeah. And it's all that like gray white. Yeah. It's a dead white coral. It, it takes a lot for me to feel the sense of impending global doom because of climate change. But seeing an entire bank of dead coral Oof. gets me. No thanks. That gets me because it's, it's all just like crusty and white. Yeah. Like lime scale. And I know that it's supposed to look like fucking Finding Nemo. Yeah. And you go, and you just go sorry. You go, oh, it's, oh, no. It's like the biggest version of when a houseplant dies. Yeah. Oh, and you go, oh, oh no. Sorry, buddy. <laughs> what really, what gets me, or what's currently getting me about climate change mm. is this weekend in the UK is the second storm in two weekends. Yes. So last weekend was a nightmare because I had to travel to Birmingham. That's yep. not a nightmare. That bit was fine. But I had to, my, my trains were cancelled because of the storm. So I had to get in my car and drive yes. to the venue, which is right next door to the train station in Birmingham. <laughs> it would have been perfect. But I had to get in my fucking car and drive literally through a biblical storm <laughs> and thought, oh, well at least next weekend will be easy and then I got a notification on Friday going, another storm this weekend now it's Dennis Storm Dennis if you're listening to this you survived Storm Ciara and Dennis if they listen oh, of to course this. and Dennis yeah mm. you know apparently um, uh, more people die in female named storms than male named storms because they don't take them as seriously 
Yes, I've heard that. Yeah, I mean, yes, this might be American statistic because there there's so many hurricanes there. Yes, and they they yeah, and they alternate genders. Yeah, they I suppose through, they have here as well. Yeah, they go through the alphabet and they alternate genders. Oh, that's why. Ah, C D. Yeah. Oh, that's that's a revelation. How 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 much more afraid of storms do you think the British public would be if they used um if they used Indian names? <laughs> <laughs> All these racists going, oh my god, Storm Mahmood is coming. Oh, fucking hell. And they're all saying, oh, fucking foreign storm is coming over here. <laughs> yeah, Dennis just sounds like a geezer down the pub. Oh, Dennis would be all right. Dennis is coming. He's got a checkered pass, but he's harmless now, Dennis. Yeah, Dennis has lots of interesting stories. I think of Dennis Skinner, who's a fucking idiot. That, you know, that's that sort of like <laughs> cranky old. Oh, the the kind of performatively old old guy. The yeah, performatively grumpy. Yeah. flipping the V's at people well, for no reason. Well, I don't like it. You know, of course you don't like it. Whatever mm. it is. I'm an equal opportunities hater. Yeah, I hate everyone equally. He's like, shut the fuck up, and, stupid old man. And also, you think, no, you don't. No one does. Would you, would you have a little hateometer? You make sure it's all balanced. <laughs> well, I haven't hated the Mormons in a while. I better up my. <laughs> My juice in that little regard. No, I don't think so. Um, listeners, uh, we've we've covered it well so far, but we actually recorded some bl- a blistering nine minutes before my laptop shat itself and died. We're actually very lucky Pierre caught the frozen screen because we were rattling on like... Oh, no one's biz. Yeah, two excited um, biddies and... Yeah. Uh, like a couple of real number threes. <laughs> real number threes. <laughs> and uh, it was all for naught because Pierre had to restart his laptop and um, it, what we'd recorded disappeared into the ether. The yeah. lost tapes, Budpod, the lost tapes. Man, man, the gold, the gold. I confessed to several crimes. Um, I told th- a great story, but we can't repeat it because it will sound fake. But we also never got to the thing about the drilling. Well, now, well, don't even mention the drilling because no. now people are going to be like, what is the drilling about? Why are we talking about drilling? Because of how dusty everything is. Um, you we're talking about how dusty explosions and gunshots are in real life. Yes, because... Because that's the kind of thing we talk about all the time. About- <laughs> we talk about... We, we, if we had a magazine, it'd be called Poo and Ammo. <laughs> we, we just talk about... We talk about feces and and, we, and weapons-grade ammunition. It would, it, would be, it, would, it would be someone trying to put a bullet in an arse. <laughs> yeah. That's the that's the logo. <laughs> Imagine if you shot your toilet. That's what that's like that is the quintessential bud pod. Imagine if you shot your toilet. Imagine if poo was a grenade. <laughs> oh fuck me. Um yes, I think that is a more than fair characterization of what we do. Um, yeah, that, that'd be peak bad pod. <clears throat> yeah, but we were just saying, listeners, that when people get shot in films, it's 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 a soggy event, isn't it? It's wet. People in sort films, of, there's blood, there's splushing. They, they sort of burst in films. Yeah, it's like a balloon's been hit. But when you in real life, if you ever seen like if you've been unfortunate enough to see footage of a person getting shot in real life, it's just yeah. airy and dusty. Yeah. It's, it's little puffs and of the dust. blood like dries straight away. Yeah, it's immediately glu- sticky, dark and sticky. Dark straight and gluten sticky. It's um, not splooshy and tar- Tarantino-esque. Yeah, because they use corn syrup. Uh-huh. A lot of fake blood in movies is corn syrup. And that stuff just stays gloopy for longer than actual blood. So mm. they're all smearing it everywhere. No, it's... um, Yeah, and it's way darker in real life. A, a friend of mine, he's, he, he survived, but he, he opened a, a vein by smashing <gasps> his hand through a window. Ah. He like shredded his arm at school when we were like 14. 
It's uh, incredible the damage putting your arm through a window can do. This is, it was a, his arm looks like a puzzle piece. It look it, it, like the scars. Like now. The scars, yeah, the scars ah, are still there. Fuck. It's quite awkward because people think that he went like super big on self harming in a really unreasonable pattern that doesn't make any sense. Yeah. And that people are like, was that a shark? Like it's horrific. But and he bled everywhere, and he's fine. <sighs> but I still remember seeing the blood all over the floor, and it was dark. Like oh, really so dark. Like black. I, it really stuck in my head. Yeah, and I was but shocked. The human body, I swear to God, is designed to die. I mean, <laughs> where, where, where is some of the most? Where are some of the most important, vulnerable vein of uh, yeah. blood collection of arteries you can find? Oh, it's just on this extremely soft bit of flesh at the end of the thing. I swing at the world, <laughs> and it's and it's and it's so there. I can see it through the skin. I can see. I can see the color of can, the fluid. I can inside. see the color of it, and also. It's what I swing at the world. And <laughs> it could so easily just be, here's a thought, inside a bone. Yeah, how about that? Like the way that wires in a house are often inside a metal tube. <laughs> of any kind. Or just any... Or even just like a huge sort of fingernail on the inside of your wrist. Yeah, like... like a, just like, some carapace. Like an archer's wrist. Like an insect's carapace. Like a carapace. carapace. Yeah, like an archer's what's it, um, wrist thing. What's it what's called? What's it called? It's oh, not a gauntlet. No, it's a cool arching, arching name. Yeah, I swear, like in in uh, Skyrim and stuff, you have a name for it. Oh, uh, it's not a bodkin. That's a type of arrow. It's um, this oh. is also another very classic. Uh, classic mud people thing. are yelling it at the thing right now. Can you look at it? I don't know where my phone's gone. Uh, okay. Okay, this is gonna, I need to know what this we'd is. We have to, otherwise it's going to drive us mad. Yes, um, but yeah, you're right. Like it, it, the, the human body, you've got the veins there. Like the 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 fact that the neck is where all the air and blood and food goes. Like all the three things you need. Oh, I've only got arm guard. That's because I typed an arm guard. Bracer. Bracer. <sighs> bracer. Thank, thank God. God we can all sleep bracer. tonight. <laughs> A um, bracer. And your neck's like food. Air and blood. And on the top of it is your brain, the, <laughs> the big squishy computer that that will kill you if anything goes inside. That if, is not a thought. Or if one <laughs> if one thing goes inside that's long enough, you just now you can't do maths. Or <laughs> you know, now your eyes don't work, even though your eyes are physically fine. Oh my god. We've messed up the computer now. The eyes are one as well. Yeah. So here are two Golf balls full of slime, and don't worry, they're protected by a thin flap of skin <laughs> with the daintiest hairs. <laughs> the daintiest hairs in your body. Don't worry, we've protected it with the same protection system we've applied to the arm veins. Okay. Yeah, it's all—it's all just ridiculous. The only part of the human body that makes sense is the rib cage. Yes, thank God for the rib cage at last—a prison for your heart. <laughs> yes, please stay in there, you bastard, before you attack anyone Stop else. Squishing around all over the place, you. Part you sack of gloop. I like the idea that we put our lungs and our heart in jail. <laughs> <laughs> and stay there. <laughs> Throw away the key. You're getting life. <laughs> life in bone jail. <laughs> <laughs> and a heart. Every heart attack is an escape attempt. Yes. Every yeah. Or a, a prison riot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. I'll add. To, I'll add to that. Rib cage, that's the only part that makes sense. Plus, kneecaps. Fair enough, kneecaps. Your little yeah. shields. Yeah, thank you, kneecaps. Little bony shields. Shins can fuck off. Yes. Terrible at healing. Right at the front where you kick stuff. Yep. Um, and yep. the most painful thing to whack. Yeah. In the world. Yes, and, and also, I'll add to that, toenails. 
also extremely painful to hit, even yes. though they should be a weapon. Yes, they should. But I think that's because we, we live such dainty lives with our soft shoes now that they don't get hard as they're supposed to. Yeah, that's true. Feet are supposed to be like big, horrible clubs. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? who, who I do, do have time for? The ear. Ooh, I yes. like the ear. I think the ear does a good job. It's just the right amount of hard. Yeah. And if you fuck it up, it's not too bad. You know, it kind of still here. You can still hear. It's and it's like you say, it's it's rigid, but it's flexible, so it won't snap. It's very yeah. It's good engineering that the ear. I love a bit of cartilage. Yes, you'd think that the shin would be more cartilagey, but I guess it has to carry us around. Yeah, structurally that would make sense. You'd kind of wobble about. Yeah, you'd move around like a little rubber man. You walk around like that viral video of the sort of rubber test dummy, crash test dummy guy. What was that called? Going to the store. Going to the store. That's so funny. With the weird trumpet music playing. If you haven't seen Going to the Store, it's really funny. Do look it up. Yeah, do look it up. It will. It'll change the way you look at crash test dummies. Yeah. And going to the store. I was thinking, do you think we'd be as advanced a species now if you were if we weren't walking um, sticks of, of vulnerable jelly? Like if we were hardier, uh, we wouldn't have had to come up with tools and stuff, right? That's true, and and also like if we were like packed like a rhino into a a natural yes. sh- sh- um, sh- uh, suit of armor, yeah, we wouldn't need to like. Invent clothes and fire and spears. Well, well, we lost our hair, didn't we, because of just being really good at being warm on our own. Oh, is it? I think so. It's like it, like it helped it along. Mm-hmm. Um, thank you, thank you, animals hairs. Uh, but also, like you say, maybe it's it's like the greatest evolutionary trait you can have is laziness. Because you mm. get to the point where you go, like, like you're trying to open a nut or whatever with your fingernail, and it just and you. Go, ah, and you go, ah, fuck. 
you know what, fuck this. I'm finding the best rock. <laughs> for that. I'm sick of peeling these little nuts open. Yeah. And then you get to the point where you go, God, my stomach hurts from eating all this lumps of seed from grass because we're starving. I'll see if I can boil them or something make them into some kind of paste and then you have bread like it just it just laziness just keeps getting better and better yeah 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 thank god for laziness yeah otherwise there was a I heard when I was at uni studying engineering I heard someone quote that like Bill Gates said I like to hire lazy people because they come up with better solutions yeah and I, I can see that if you ever said that. If you said dweeb. that, I've, fucking dweeb. I've heard a good apocryphal engineering story about that. Oh yeah, uh, about the toothpaste, like a toothpaste, toothpaste. factory. Okay. So like uh, it was like a factory where they 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 put all the toothpaste in the little thing and then they put it in the in the tube in the card yeah and uh-huh. then they put it in the cardboard yeah and they ship it out yeah and there was an error in the machine that they couldn't quite fix that meant that like every like hundredth box was just just being sealed without toothpaste and a tube in it. Okay. So it was this cardboard box, box, yeah. Yeah. And it was making them, you know, look like assholes. Mm -hmm. So they were like, oh, yeah, well, a bunch of engineers got together and were like, right, we're going to design a thing. So that on the conveyor belt, there's like a scale built into the system. And it can tell if it's too light. Mm. And if it's too light because it's fucked up again, a big alarm will go off and it'll stop the machine and you can remove it. Yeah. And that was the system. And then they went away, installed it, went away, came back, and they were like... They saw that the system wasn't on. And they were like, what the fuck? What have you been using the system for? And the guy running the machine was like, yeah, we got sick of the fucking alarm going off all the time and having to like restart the whole machine. So I just put a desk fan by the conveyor belt. <laughs> and if it's light enough to be blown into that bin, then it gets blown in the bin. Oh, wow. <laughs> Beautiful. Yeah, great. Perfect solution. Yeah, that's real nice. God. That's so nice. Uh, it is nice. I had another story about, I, again, apocryphal, but like a guy went to a, a, a match box company and said I yeah. can halve all your costs and they were like how and he said agree to pay me a billion pounds and I'll tell you yeah and they're like okay and they gave him the money and he went uh, you only need one strip on one side you don't <laughs> need to put two on both sides of the matchbox I've heard Thank that you. I've I mean, heard that about rinse and repeat on shampoo uh what do you mean I'll double your profits oh right and it's like yeah you have to do it twice <laughs> <laughs> Everyone just go okay. <laughs> also, like the the nineteen pounds ninety nine thing that was invented by someone. Yeah, pricing something at ninety nine. Some guy just figured out that you just see the nineteen mm, and you see even the though, one, and your brain just goes, "Huh, cheap, cheaper, it's cheaper than twenty. That is less. Yeah. That is less." <laughs> Man, imagine how much more advanced we'd be as a species without monkey brain. I know, monkey brain's bad, man. Maybe if we were all just like Numbers Johnson, seeing everything as beautiful numbers. <laughs> That's the character's name in A Beautiful Mind, right? That's Russell Crowe's character's name? Numbers Johnson? Numbers Johnson. I think so. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, Numbers. <laughs> hey, has anyone seen Numbers? <laughs> I'm a little worried about Numbers Johnson. <laughs> you mean the guy who likes Numbers? Yeah, that's the guy. Honestly, who, who else would be Numbers Johnson? <laughs> I'm not talking about that guy who keeps getting everybody's phone numbers. That's <laughs> a pickup artist. That's, the <laughs> <laughs> that's it. That is also a good name for a pickup artist. Numbers Johnson. Because <laughs> of all the Johnson digits he gets. And he's got a Johnson that he uses. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yes. Or a, a drag king name. 
which is the thing that's happening more and more now. Everyone seems to be a drag king now. I, I have a drag queen name. Which Do you? I, I'm quite proud of. It sort of works. Yeah? My drag queen name is Emma Saji. Oh, that's good. Do you like it? Yeah. Emma Saji? <laughs> <laughs> that's really good yeah she's salty <laughs> she'll give you a headache she'll give you a headache yeah but she makes everything that bit nicer um what, what would your what would mine be name? hmm uh, uh feather boar feather boar is good <laughs> but, but the most fun ones are usually like <clears throat> um uh, are a real lady's first name. Yes, that's so, like, true. So the comedian Reese Nicholson has a greater one, which yeah. is uh, Diana Hunger. <laughs> <laughs> that's Diana great. Hunger. What would mine be? Um, oh, God. Uh, oh, uh, um, Johannesburg. Joanna's Joanna's Joanna Joanna's <laughs> Joanna S Berg. <laughs> Joanna's Joanna yeah, Seberg. You've got a similar problem with me. Joanna Seberg. With the S G. Because yes. it starts with an S. Joanna Seberg. Joanna Seberg. That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> That's very funny. I think um, I was th- I was thinking about this the other day, like w- the ex- the amount of work I'd have. Do you th- do you think if I tried to do a drag act, I would just have to leave the beard and be like, "Look, it's a, a extremely bearded lady." Right. Yeah. You know. Cause... I think so. I think I think there are a lot of like quite famous drag queens who keep their beard on. Yeah. Or, like, like glitter it up and put stuff in it. And what's what's her face? The Austrian trans woman who won Eurovision. She had that beard. Oh, was, was she Austrian? Yeah, Carnita Wurst or whatever, Mrs. Sausage. Her name was like Meat Sausage. Oh, I might or be Mrs. thinking of a Mrs. different Sausage. person. I, I can't remember. She was, she was competing for Austria, though. Okay. She had the perfect, Long- like... Yeah. She had the kind of beard that, like, a Persian dude has. Yeah, that's right. Okay, yeah, we are thinking about this. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't remember the There aren't that many. I don't remember the name. Winning Eurovision. Yeah, she was Austrian. Her last name was Wurst, like Sausage. Ha, ha, ha. That is funny. Yeah. Um, yes, I guess I just have to keep the beard. I think uh, so, yeah. About Iona Gun. <laughs> Iona Gun would be Iona Gun is perfect. <laughs> yeah, like a sort of NRA drag queen act. <laughs> and uh, I have the right to bear arms, so I wear sleeveless dresses. Oh, yeah, yeah, great, great. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lot you could do with that. Guns don't kill people. My routines do. Yeah, or, you know, that something, kind of, like yeah, something, like something, something like sassy. Something sassy. And sure. Fun. I own a gun. That's it. I own a gun. I own a gun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I okay. So that's good. So we've got our personalities sorted. Yeah, I don't even know what my my persona would be beyond MSG. Um, the name. Yeah, because it's to do with cooking and stuff. That's right. It would all have to be like sort of, oh, watch out for my noodle or whatever. It'd be a lot of like tossing things in a wok. That'd be like, there'd be like glitter in the wok and I just toss yes. that in the flick. I mean, like make nice patterns and shapes. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah. And uh, like you'd you'd get in trouble with some of the drag community but not all of it for doing like some really like on point coronavirus material <laughs> yeah come on with a face mask <laughs> yeah yeah and like but drink, a, a, a jeweled face mask and like with a corona and right you'd do like a whole thing about it or like you'd make someone would have to come on stage and like put the lime in your 
bottle or whatever the fuck. And I'd wear a crown because that's why it's called coronavirus because uh, the virus is a little ball with spikes on the top that looks like a crown. Right. I know so much about coronavirus. I've listened to so <laughs> many World Service podcasts about the coronavirus now. With their serious, calm voices. Uh what? Just, the, the, just the World yeah. Service. I love the World Service. It's yeah. so great. It's great. I was in a Chinese restaurant in uh, Leeds when I was in Leeds there. Yeah. For the tour. And um, I was in a really brilliant rest- Chinese restaurant called Wun's Restaurant. If you're in Leeds, go to Wun's, W-E-N. Mm. Beautiful Chinese restaurant. It's been open about eight months. They're the Whereas, one for you. They're the one for you. They're the one that you want. They're the one that you want, want, want. <laughs> and it was so quiet. It was just me there. Yeah. And I asked the guy, a really friendly Chinese guy working there. I was like, it was very quiet. And he's, he's like, yeah, it's a Valentine's Day. Uh, you know, people are on holiday or whatever. And then he's like, and of course, you know, coronavirus. And yeah, people are just not. And Chinatown in London's completely dead. It's like a ghost town, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's crackers. A Chinese ghost town. So it's full of ghosts, but none of them have any jaws. Hmm, I don't understand. They don't, isn't that, is that, or is that Japanese ghosts? Oh, I They think, don't have a jaw? I think I'm, oh, maybe it's. I think it's Japanese. And oh, it's like bold. a long tongue or something. Yeah, horrible long tongue. Might be might be a shared one. What do Chinese ghosts look like? I know Chinese vampires hop. <gasps> yeah? Yeah, Chinese vampires are dressed like as old sort of Chinese soldiers and they hop everywhere. Oh, right. That's how they move, they hop. I guess that that's less scary. It's not scary at all. It's quite cute. But it's quite like it, um, it would be horrible to be chased very gradually by a hopping man. Like like how mm. you know like in the Terminator movies, the Terminator's scary because he's not fast. Right. Okay. He's medium pace, but he never stops. Right. Yeah. So even though you're way ahead of him, you know that he's just walking at you. Mm. So it just never stops. Right. Yeah. It okay. would be better to be to be chased by someone fast who can lose you and who can get tired. Yeah. 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 Uh, that'd be a good like modern horror film though to have the Chinese. Like you can make it like a creep, really creepy if you you filmed it like it, yeah, and it's just like, <sighs> and it just hops towards the camera, <gasps> and you could, and that's a horrible sound to hear coming at you, the big hopping. Is it just got like one big foot? No, oh, it's no, just, otherwise it's just a normal looking Chinese person. Oh, right. Yeah, it's not very scary. That is quite a low effort sort of Halloween costume. <laughs> yeah, they're just like, uh, I'm a vampire. Well, how I, can I, we tell? Um, Hopping. I'm, I'm hopping. You'll see how I got here. <laughs> exactly. That's like someone who's just dressed normally going, I'm a werewolf <laughs> for Halloween. How can we tell? Uh, I'm I'm lisping. Werewolf have a lisp. Yeah, the moon's yeah. not out, so I've not turned. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, do you think... Yeah, I think that would be a good horror film. I think I'm looking forward to to nostalgic Chinese horror. Like when they get super interested in their own folklore again. Yeah, they'll, exactly. They'll go through some but, cultural period where they but get, but with new, um, sort of with modern skills and aesthetics. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Like, like when all the Western horror movie makers just like desperately plunder all f- versions of local folklore just for anything new. Yes. To be scary about. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, I think um, Chinese vampires would work well on that. Edward. Edward Chang, the Chinese vampire, you're, you're sparkling. That's right, Bella, my love. I, I, we, it is called the twilight effect. It is what happens when 
we Chinese vampires are in love, but <gasps> we have to leave our lovers for our own good and their good. No. No, Edward Chang, the Chinese vampire. Don't go. I'm sorry, Bella. I love you. I must go now. Oh, I forgot something. Is it, the, is, is it the bag? Do you want the... Yeah, I left my bag. Yeah, here's, Thank the, you. There, there's your bag. Thanks. It's just I still don't think you should uh, go. No, it's all right. I just came back for the bag. It's, okay, it's well, got my headphones in it. Okay. Goodbye forever. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. I think um, the scariest horror movie would just be a documentary about... A really honest documentary about almost any comedian. <laughs> and you could just show it to like new parents. <laughs> and they'd just be like, oh my God. God, he's going to the open mic again. Oh no. That would be, uh, uh, that would be uh, 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 like a high pressure Tiger Mums uncut gems. <laughs> Watching a kid like not revising because they're busy prepping for an open mic. <laughs> I'm like, no, no. That's another recommendation. Uncut gems. It's such a great film. It's fucking with, incredible. It's like Ad- a two-hour stress dream. Adam Adam Sandler's going through a sort of renaissance. He's having a Sandler-sance. I, I'm really enjoying it because it's like... Renaissance. It just goes to prove no matter what fucking shit you've made in your life, yeah. you, there's always a way back. Always. You just need to make something good and you're back on again. It was Matthew McConaughey before. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And now he's like Mr. Mr. Fancy Pants. Mr. Fancy Pants, good film. Johnny, Johnny Good Johnny Films. Good, old Johnny Good Films. Old Johnny Good Films. <laughs> old Good Films Johnson. <laughs> good Films Johnson, exactly. Sand- Sandler has a, a, a Renaissandler. He's a Renaissandler. He's a Renaissandler. Yeah, very good. Um, we also recommend his stand-up special, which I saw a friend of the podcast and fellow comedian, Reese James, oh. recommending on Twitter like two or three times. Yeah. And so I texted him going, really though? Like, is it really? Like, is this a bit? And he's yeah. like, "No, man, it's good." Yeah, I saw Tom, the comedian and friend Tom Walker, tweet about it. Yeah, like, this seems sincere. So I put it on, and it's. I've watched it twice now. It's one of the it's best stand-up specials on Netflix. A lot easily. of fun. Yeah, and it's classic Sandler. Like, it's the kind of stand-up that made him who he is from the nineties. Right. Yeah. Silly songs, funny voices. Yeah, it's really great, and he's quite whimsical. Yeah, flights of fancy. Yeah, and the sincere stuff is also really nice. Yeah, yeah. It's great. It's just a great show. It's called 100% Fresh. It's 
Brilliant. Also, him doing that special that's so good and then him being so incredible in Uncut Gems means that we all have to accept that every shitty thing he's done has been a choice. Yeah. And you go, oh, no. Well, that makes you even better then because that means that all those times you did that for $10 million, it was because you just wanted to do it. And you were like, ha, ha, ha. So, hey, do you want $10 million so that you and your friends from when you used to smoke weed in the 90s when you were in your 20s can just fall over on a CGI poo? And go, yeah, I want $10 million to do that. You think, fuck, fair enough. I kind of, I think that's the ideal mindset to have. What a gangster. Yeah, just do shit for the money and do shit for the art. And who cares? And also the stuff he's doing for the money is also like with all of his actual like best mates. Yeah, it's kind of a dream scenario. Yeah. It's like in between. All time Adam Sandler was living a better life than all of us. Yeah. We made fun of him. And it's like, uh, yeah, he's made Jack and Jill. But they filmed it in Hawaii. It's like, what do you think he was doing in between takes? He was in Hawaii, making ten million. God, fuck. God damn it. Fuck shit. Pissed. Do, do, you, <laughs> do you think as part of the Renaissance, he's now going to just like use some of his enormous wealth and power to keep making sort of incredible indie films, or do you think like he'll make uncut gems, be incredible? He got completely snubbed by the Oscars. And he's just going to go, well, in return for that snubbing, like he said on Twitter, if I get snubbed at the Oscars, I'm going to make the worst film anyone's ever did seen. Did he actually yeah, say that? That's yeah. really funny. He said, I'm going to make the worst film anyone has ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> That's saying a lot. He's Adam Sandler. He's been practicing yeah. for like 20 years making <laughs> dog shit. Just putting his name into Netflix is like the whole page are films he's made. It's like, fucking hell, how many movies has this guy made? It's just constant. And apparently they are like unbelievably like high view numbers, high ratings. Really? Yeah, with the American market. Yeah. Like, like that's why Netflix keeps doing them because they're just like, you know what? Everyone loves these. It's like he's the Mrs. Brown's boys of America. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's just it. Yeah. Except with a bit more cred. What was yeah. his background, I'd say. Except, yeah, left his own devices. He is brilliant. Anyway... Um, would you? Uh, what is the worst? What is the worst television show that you would still agree to to go on? Oh, that's good. Like, it's, I, like, like this is like a this is like coolest uncool in the sense that it's like yeah, that's great. That's how great. bad can we get? But you're still there. I agreed to do first dates hotel. Really? Yeah, because they fly you out to Italy. And <gasps> you, you stay in a hotel in Italy, dating c- celebs. So oh. like, yeah, fuck, I'll do that. I yeah. quite like the show. Yeah, and um, it didn't work for some reason. <laughs> I think the dates didn't work, or they had to change a heart. Yeah, but I guess that is. I don't think it is a tra- trashy show, but it's the closest to that kind of show that I would do. Okay, okay, and so, but what about like? Um, mm, well, you've done. Uh, it's, well, this is. It's not. This isn't bad. It's like. It's quite. It's like at the classy end of the reality show spectrum. But you've done a extra slice. Bake off extra slice. Right. Yeah. Yeah. What's well, that, that's a good. That's, that's, that's on the classy end of things. Um, what about like? I'm trying to think of like what's the worst reality show? Would you ever do like Big Brother's Little Brother? Fuck no. <laughs> we have to go and comment on that. Oh, Mildred. I, Mildred had a diarrhea in the diary room or whatever. I've been asked to do, like, um, I'm a celeb. Like, the commentary show on that. Oh, right, yeah. It's like, imagine seeing me on that in fucking cork hat and short, <laughs> can't shorts. Like, what the fuck is going on? He looks like he's been kidnapped. <laughs> and I'd like to see you on that in your little cork hat, trying to muster up opinions on, like, 
you know, uh, uh, D- Diana's old butler, whoever the fuck it is, <laughs> eating worms. He's really come into his own recently. It was so good to see him eat those worms. I was worried about him. He's staying up. I mean, it's been keeping me up all night because he's not really been a team player up to this point. But when he ate those worms, I thought... Yes, 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 Jasper. Yes, you've arrived. Well, I'm on Team Jasper now, and everyone's like, <laughs> and then Ant- shoot me in the head. Anton Deck going, well, there you have it. He's on Team Jasper. Are you on Team Jasper at home though? Texting on the blah blah blah. Yeah, that would be. Why do they still need to keep working? They have a billion pounds. They they must love it. But this is the thing, isn't it? It's weird because we wouldn't love that job. So once we had the billion pounds, we'd just get plastic surgery and move somewhere where <laughs> no one would know what we'd done. <laughs> but but they, they just they have to love it, mustn't they? You or know, do you think they're addicted to the money? Um, I, uh, I mean, I guess so. Do you I think once I'm... you have five million pounds, you just think, I could have seven million? Yeah, there's a bit in the in the excellent show Succession where yeah. someone says to the poorest member of the family who's just about to inherit $5 million, they're like, $5 million is the worst amount of money to have. Yeah. Because like, it's enough that you want $100 million, but it's not enough. But it's not enough to get you going to that point. Or whatever. Yeah. It's like, it's a torturous amount of money. Yeah. <laughs> so maybe that is where they're at. Maybe that's where they're at. They're just sitting there going, God, if only we had 20. Maybe. Maybe they spent all their money on some weird shit. Yeah. That's always strange to me. I wonder what sick stuff Ooh. Deck's up to. Yeah. Envelopes of cash in dungeons. <laughs> what do you... Allegedly. Allegedly. I've made that up. Okay. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, maybe they just get addicted to money. Or I'm fascinated by when you get someone who is like a major pop star, like huge, and they're like, I'm bankrupt. I'm amazed by that. Yeah. I'm always so interested in how they've fucking done it. Like, or when the footballers do it. Well, I was, uh, yeah, I was talking to a, a financial advisor guy who has worked with footballers. Yeah. And he says, um, he said half of, I think, premiership footballers, half of premiership footballers are bankrupt three years after retirement. Get fucked. I mean, that's Can insane. You imagine? All, how do you... Imagine earning minimum 50 grand a week, like that level. Yeah. And it's just, yeah. that's not enough after a decade of that. <laughs> how do you fucking do that? It's literally buying new cars. Don't buy a new car. Why would you yeah, stop it. Buy, buying a new fucking Bugatti Veyron. Like, why? Or they're just like, they become like the mum from Arrested Development. They just don't know how, what things are. It's like, well, it's a banana. What could it, it how cost? Much is it Ten, $10? $10, $20? <laughs> 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 like, because they're just like, they're so oversold to as well. Because you're essentially going, let's get a 19 year old and make him a multimillionaire. And all these like, all these like vultures must be circling mm. you all the time. Mm. And be like, all right, all right there, lad, or oh, young lad, or oh, yeah, yeah, smart young lad like you. He probably needs a fourth house, yeah? Mm. I happen to have a bunch that need shifting. Yeah. They probably get scammed all the time. You were probably talking to a scammer. Maybe. Maybe that's why he Maybe means a like, financial advisor. <laughs> You're saying it as a point of pride, you know, half uh, <laughs> the footballers I work with are bankrupt. You, you weren't looking at him, so you didn't see him dusting his sleeves, like dusting his shoulders. Like, yeah, half, uh, half of those guys are done by 28. Popping his collar. <laughs> yeah, yeah, his solid gold collar. Correspondence. Correspondence. Uh, Before we start the correspondence, arrogantly, Phil, you're on tour. 
Yes. So people should come see you on tour. Yes. And check your website for details. Yes. Philbang.co.uk. Especially if you're in the Manchester area, because um, I'm, I'm doing a second show at the Lowry um, nice. at some later point, and it seats a lot of people. <laughs> <laughs> I think it seats a th- over a thousand people. Fucking hell. So let's see how many people Co- can come to that. Come on, Manchester. Oh, boy. Uh, I'm doing my Soho Theatre run in May. Nice. And, uh, thanks to advertising it at the Garrick. Yeah. The Frank Skinner run, which of course is now over. Yeah. Uh, a third of that's gone already. Super. Well, get on to that. Get on it. Podbuds Soho near Theater. London. Soho Theatre in May. Uh, so, correspondence. Uh, Lewis gets in touch. Lewis. Hope you haven't caught the fluis. Yeah. PNP. I had to write in about gross cartoons after you mentioned Ren and Stimpy. Oh, yeah. I was very lucky as a kid to have an early version of satellite TV where the dish was huge enough to block the view from my bedroom window. Perfect. This meant I got to watch Cartoon Network, which was so exciting because I never cared for any of the safer, older animations like the Flintstones or the Jetsons or Johnny Bravo. Johnny Bravo's an old? No. I think he's a bit mistaken there. But anyway, he says, I loved the horrible pustules and snot and hair that was in stuff like, ah, real monsters and cow and chicken. Yes, cow and chicken. Cow chicken was ghastly. It was ghastly. My, the devil with the bum. My first girlfriend has a uh, has still t- to this day has a genuine phobia of the devil and his shiny bum from cow and chicken. Like as a child, it, it fucked her up. She can't look at a picture of it. It's quite terrifying. He's like, and also he would go from like really camp purring to screaming. Oh yeah. He'd go, oh hi cow, oh hi chicken. Like he suddenly start screaming out of nowhere, and he was always naked. Those are two very That's scary right. things. And the parents who only you only ever see their legs. Yeah. And then there's one episode where they reveal that they have no upper body. They are just legs. And it's horrible. And like they they play creepy music like. And they only eat frosted pork butts. And it's just like giant pig asses. With, yeah. like, sugar dust on them. It's so Disgusting. puerile. Disgusting. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty funny. Um, my favorite of these was Courage the Cowardly Dog, which terrified oh, the bejesus out of me. That was a creepy cartoon. Yeah, yeah. I still remember Fred, the visiting barber, came to stay with Courage the Cowardly Dog, and mm. he was a horrible man with long, curly hair, Gosh. who spoke like this in rhymes, and just wanted to... He was obsessed <laughs> with shaving people. Yeah. And he really got off on shaving people, and just kept trying to shave Courage. And then he got locked up and sent to an asylum. I said, hello, my name is Fred. Which is horrible. He talked in rhymes like Dr. Seuss. Yeah, they've tapped, those, those creators tap, have tapped into the fact that children love horrible things. Children love things that are disgusting and terrifying. Poo and death are the things. We've, are, we, I think we've both done kids' stand-up gigs before. Yes. And poo and death are the funniest thing to children. And to be fair, they're right. They are right. And also astonishingly over-the-top violence. Yeah. If you really saw someone in, in real life smash someone in the face with a pan, you would be terrified. You'd be witness to a murder. You'd be like, oh my God, yeah. he was running around the corner and you you <laughs> crushed his face with a pan. He's got a skull fracture now. Like, this would be a Netflix documentary about this. <laughs> but when it's a cat, you know. That's fine. Yeah. It is fine. Um, Do you think it contributes to... Children, viol- children's violence against actual animals. Ooh. Seeing sort of Tom and Jerry beat the shit out of each other. It is strange to tell a child like, "Now, don't pull the cat's tail." No, you but, know, but, just but. set it on fire and fire it into the sun. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Alex gets in touch. 
Alex, um, our new pal, Alex. Yes. Uh, hi, guys. You're tangent in, into other countries' weird herbs. Oh, yeah. Uh, mint in drinks and using herbs other than mint for medicinal purposes. Like dill toothpaste. Yeah, exactly. Sage on your wounds. <laughs> Uh, reminds me of a dreadful accidental discovery on a trip to the US. I'm not sure if they're a thing in the UK, but in America and here in New Zealand... Nozzeland. Nozzeland. There are usually peppermint or spearmint-flavored sweets called lifesavers, because oh. they are annular-shaped like a life ring. Huh? Like a polo? Yeah, they must just be polo mints. Ah. Ah. I think it just means polo mints, mate. I grabbed a pack in haste at a gas station, thinking they were familiar and likely to be less... Uh, likely to induce immediate tooth decay than the other offerings, and having seen the word mint on the packaging. On later inspection, they proved to be mints o' green flavor. The magic ingredient here is artificial wintergreen. What? While you mightn't have heard of wintergreen, it is the herb that you find in deep heat and other (gasps) liniments used by sports people. No, thanks. In your mouth. Mints o' green lifesavers taste powerfully medicinal, but they smell like a changing room. (laughs) Or Or like a mild soft tissue injury. And they render the inside of your mouth completely numb. Yeah, I can imagine. Fucking hell. I can't imagine how anyone could possibly want to eat them. I have expected to find an external use only warning in the bag. (laughs) (laughs) My wife finished the pack and then bought more. Inexplicable. Oh, my days. Thanks for the podcast of many laughs. Your wife's got an eye and mouth, sir. Your wife's repeatedly injuring her mouth and needs to stretch her mouth tendons more. You're, kissing your wife would be like kissing a rugby changing room. <laughs> <laughs> Deep heat to me just smells like rugby training. Sounds like just sucking on a Lynx can. Yeah. <laughs> now, new Lynx Africa flavored mints. Apparently Polo, at least when Polo was very popular, was um, responsible for so much tooth decay. Because people think yeah. it's like brushing your teeth because it's minty, but yeah. there's so much sugar in it. People are idiots. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, kind of makes sense. I it does smell like that. clean mouth. It does smell like clean mouth. It smells like clean mouth. I got a case of clean mouth. This clean my mouth. It smells like clean mouth. Smell like clean mouth. Uh, Nathaniel got in touch. That's my middle name. Yes, it is. Phil Nathaniel Wang. Nate, call me Nathan. Nate Wang. Nate Wang's a cool name. You'd be a good Nate. Nate. Yeah, I think it'd be all right, Nate. Thank you. Yeah. Well, Nate. Uh, other Nate gets in touch. My new mate, Nate. High postage and packaging. <laughs> have, you had that? have you had that? I think so, it's, but it's not good. for a while. It's good. I recently discovered your excellent podcast, and I'm probably going a little in case. Huh? Well, a little crazy, I think he means, in case. Uh, due to listening to 13 episodes in a 14-day time period, yes. Wow, that's a lot. As such, I've just stumbled upon Phil's story of a comedian having a cooler of boiled eggs. Oh, yes. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. I'm, I won't divulge the name. Right. <laughs> but yes, there's a comedian um, who carries around, a, yes, a, in a wheel, he has a wheelie cooler of boiled eggs. <laughs> boiled eggs. Yeah, that he has before he goes on. <laughs> and Pierre theorizing that he's just too busy to eat them another time. <laughs> oh, yeah. Which has reminded me of a time last year when we went uh, to a holiday cottage to celebrate my grandma's 85th birthday. At breakfast time, she put her cornflakes in a bowl and then brought out her cold carrot and parsnip soup and poured it on the cereal. Oh, no. Bad grandma. <laughs> oh, very bad grandma. <laughs> Naughty nan. Naughty nanas. Gosh. Naughty nanas part three. It, <laughs> it looked like someone had just been sick in a bowl Ugh. and does sound like the most disgusting thing ever. We asked her why she had elected to pair her cereal with soup rather than with the more traditional milk. <laughs> 
<laughs> I really like that. You could argue it's more traditional. It's yeah. More traditional. I'm yeah. something of a traditionalist. <laughs> milk. She informed us that she has soup with her cereal every day because she needs to get her veggies in and can't find any other time of the day to eat soup. <laughs> well, I mean, it's, it's a good, it's a healthy start to the day. So this is in capital letters. She can't find any other time of the day to eat soup. What about lunch or dinner or any time afternoon? <laughs> You're probably wondering what sort of high-flying business executive my grandma is <laughs> to, to, to not find any other time of the day to eat soup. Cancel my three o'clock. I have to have soup. <laughs> but alas, she's just a retired lady who probably watches more than four hours of television a day. <laughs> That's such an that's such an old person thing. Needlessly making your life efficient and complicated. You're right. Yeah, because it's almost like you can't accept that you have nothing to do. That's right. You have to sort of invent you invent go, difficulties where there are. Yeah, you have to go. Oh well, I mean, I couldn't possibly. I mean, I've got to try and uh, uh, wear a groove in that chair. <laughs> I just imagine myself packing loose soup into a briefcase. Just like and like standing up with it and like walking really confidently while soup just trails out of this fucking waiting for a train like black leather briefcase looking at a watch and then looking, looking at, down the track and then looking at the soup coming out the, the briefcase going oh, oh God, when am I going to have time to deal with that uh, great soup story good soup story Nate I think we're going to have to call it a day on this one one last quick one okay a, a, little, quick, a, quick, a quickie, quickie, quickie zippy from Yvonne 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 Yvonne. What's going on, Yvonne? Oh, nice. Hello, buddies, she says. Uh, Found some wonderful tat on Instagram and thought of you. Well, before we look at the tat, she says, a quick fart story. Okay. (laughs) I went on a date with a guy to the zoo. (laughs) Interesting. That's all good stories. She's capitalized the zoo. Okay. The zoo? Makes it look like a sexy nightclub. Okay. But I think she just means the zoo. Oh, not all the way. Not all the letters. Just the word zoo. Just a letter Z. Yeah. Yeah. I went on a date with a guy to the zoo, and after, we went for drinks. I regrettably only drank cider the whole night. Mm. She said this was a bad choice. Yeah. We got pretty drunk, and he missed his train home, so I ended up staying at my place. I was still living with my parents, so this was somewhat awkward. So he slept on the sofa in my room. Sofa room? Wow. Interesting. Like a set. Yeah, like a Cambridge like University a Cambridge room. Set. The little uh, There's a bed there for poetry writing. Um, the whole night, I kept farting. Nice. But all were silent until I was just about to sleep. I farted so loudly it fully woke me up. I sat up alert due to the sheer volume of it. It sounded like thunder. Honestly, I was quite impressed that I have the ability to make such a noise with my ass. He didn't seem to notice it, so I went back to sleep. But the next morning, he wouldn't look me in the eye. And I never heard from him again. So he's there on this couch in your room because like, he's he's already staying in your room so your parents already probably think you're fucking yeah yeah so at that point you may as well just fuck fuck because they already think that they're not gonna they're not gonna believe that he was on the couch yeah and not only that he's on the couch like a like a bodyguard and you're there in bed all spread out and uncomfortable just, <laughs> just letting loose all night <laughs> after you were asleep it probably kept going to- tooting away yeah i mean i'm i'm uh, it's just always the case you sleep with someone you, you there's going to be a build up of gas it's going to happen in the morning what do you do you've got to you've got to find a way like you're in a spy movie 
I've got quite good at sneaking the, the little guys out. But <laughs> it's always a gamble. You never know how it's going to go. No. Um, also, I'd like to say thank you. Budpod helped me feel a lot less lonely when I moved to Seoul. Seoul? To Seoul. Korea. Another Korean yeah. Budpod person. Yeah. So they're going to have to start some sort of Korean faction. We're going to have the, yeah, Korea, we're gonna have the Korean language bureau. We have a yeah. Korean bureau in, in Seoul. <laughs> well, we've just got a telegram in from the Budpod Bureau in Seoul. And uh, farts are up. It's big Booze it down. <laughs> farts are up. Booze are down. <laughs> <laughs> My God, have you seen this? What time is it in Seoul? Um, and this is the tat she sent us. Oh yeah, it's from a Instagram account called Crazy Bitch Probs. Okay. Uh, so these are the these are the sort of everyday problems that are faced by crazy bitches. Nice. Yeah, and, and thank God they have an outlet. And it's a mug. And it says, No, I'm not pregnant. Yes, I am eating for two. Me and my inner bitch. Wow, that's strong. Dot, dot, dot. And she likes tacos. Wow, that is a lot going on. There's a big taco on the mug. God, there's so much writing on that mug. And so many different fonts. And- no, I'm not pregnant. Yes, I'm eating for two. And my Wow, there's so many fonts. Bloody hell, that's a confused mug. That's held by a presumably baffled person. And it's like, also, (laughs) presumably that mug is for drinking tea out of while you're eating your tacos? Mm, Mmm, tea and tacos. Dip the tacos in. (laughs) Tea and tacos is a disgusting mix. No, I'm not pregnant. Yes, I am eating for two. Me and my inner bitch. Wow, it really comes out of nowhere. I was just saying, oh, tacos for lunch again. Imogen, or whatever the fuck, uh, coming at me with this absurd philosophy. Uh, <laughs> God damn it. And she likes tacos, and but you don't? Tacos. The bitch likes tacos. My inner bitch loves tacos. Do you need help? Do you need rescuing from the bitch? Are you okay? <laughs> Your inner bitch is forcing you into a Mexican diet? <laughs> What's happening here? <laughs> madam, madam! Uh, that's all the time we have for this week. Goodbye. But we'll see you again next for, you guess it, Bud Pod. Have a lovely week. Have a lovely week. Bye. Enjoy the storms. Bye. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with Code Program for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code Program.